Podcast. This is me, Sunday, Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God, deeply embedded in the flesh, giving thanks and praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, got my man, Slimmy Hempsticks, Skin Tight, aka Scott Free, here with me. Uh, hey. He has been with me the whole time, <laughs> always being so gracious to come and uh, bless us with his wisdom and opinions. Uh, me and Scott always have really elevated, hype conversations on the phone. I usually end up ranting and raving. I'm pretty sure it's because Scott is one of the few people who can listen to that and not get upset. So we never argue. Uh, he just calmly rebuttals and uh, educates me. So I said, uh, Scott, we got to do a podcast. Uh, we wasting time and money. We started in 2017, put it down. The world is crazy and we need to make some recordings. So with no further ado, Mr. Scott Free, how are you doing? I'm doing uh, phenomenally great. And I just have to say to the listeners, this is my second ever podcast in my life because um, I'm a singularity. So um, podcasting is really brand new to me in 2023. Hey, back, to, back to you, sir. <laughs> hey, okay. So uh, what we want to do with me and Scott's uh, series and I don't know what we're going to call it, but we just want to touch the headlines and give our opinion. I am a 40-year-old man born and raised in Bladenton, Florida. So I have my personal opinion. Where in Florida? Bradenton. I thought you said Blazington. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you know, you can consider Bradenton, Blazington, too, because that's, you know, uh, some of the vibrations. But, uh, and Scott is from? Hartford. Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, so Scott's from up north. I'm from down south. Uh, you know, Scott's a little uh, more mature than me, so he came up yes. in a different time period than I did. So we have differing opinions, but he educates me. I give him this younger opinion, and we vibe. So with no further ado, what do we want to talk about first? Well, look, I got the uh, headlines pulled up. It says Supreme Court President Biden takes aim at legacy admissions. So what they're talking about is, I believe the Supreme Court, and I'll click the link, I believe the Supreme Court struck down, what was it? It's made a gross misstep. Okay, a gross misstep. Let's get into these headlines. It and of says, course, uh, you know, this is all my personal opinion because I'm totally an uneducated man. I'm just a member of society with a viewpoint, and I think that my uh, clarity of vision 
will be evident as we proceed. Amen. So it says legacy admissions are under renewed scrutiny following the Supreme Court's Thursday decision to dramatically curtail the use of race in college admissions. So pretty much we already know they're knocking down affirmative action in schools. I think some of the arguments yeah. for that are that it, it, it just it, it, cre it introduces discrimination to other to races. So that's what they're saying. And I would imagine that's why people sued and got it knocked down. Well, so I think that that so that was the smoke screen, in my opinion. Enlighten us. Uh, the broader ramification is that just like the United States professes um, as a democracy, communism professes as an ideology that China wants to have global control of the world financial markets like Europe and the United States do. Copy that. They want to be like London. Yeah. And so then it will be the century of China because they're kind of behind us, right? Copy that. And what they're doing now is they're taking advantage of the very simple opening in our fabric of social division. So now China is investing a lot of infrastructure, falsely so, I'll come back to that, they're investing a lot of infrastructure in Africa because they can, because they didn't take part in the slave trade. Okay. And, okay. and Russia didn't take part in the slave trade. So as Europeans, Russia can go into China, I mean, go into Africa and make deals, uh, you know, touting economic expansion and economic growth and yeah, yeah. And then the broader picture beyond that is what does China really want oh, China in Africa? Wants. The same thing that Europeans want, minerals. Yeah, they mineral are rights, colonizing Africa, land. but they're using a non-violent technique. Mm -hmm. uh, they're using, and really they're using a play that we did in Latin America and other places. It's called a, a, a economic hitman move, mm -hmm. where you give people resource. We use food. We'll give you the cheapest food in the world to where you import food that you can grow in your own country. And then you get so used to our food that when you don't do what we like, we sanction you. Um, China's more so doing, hey, we're going to build to give you roads and highways. Mm -hmm. But the trick is, is that I'm laying down military infrastructure. Like I-75 is a military infrastructure. The yeah. interstate highway system is military. Mm -hmm. We benefit from it. That's to move bombs and tanks around if it's time to go. So when you have a company like, and this is my opinion, mm -hmm. uh, when you have a company like China dropping roads through the Congo, mm -hmm. okay, the Congo is like yeah. the treasure chest of the planet right now. Um, when they're putting a highway through that, bruh, who going to come protect them Africans if China come strapped up? Nobody. And then, so, here's the thing. China's doing what any organ, here's the thing. Had to double back. Here's the thing squared. What they're doing is not good, but it's not unnatural to nature. No, it's Organisms not. overpower, dominate, conglomerate all the time. What we have to understand is, is that nature is going to do what it does with its organisms. And our nations are organisms. People are organisms. Neighborhoods are organisms. Gangs are organisms. They all function the same unless they're really dealing with a Christ energy because these world organisms is always for growth, exponential growth, which mm -hmm. leads to destruction. If you deal with that Christ energy, that's geared towards growing to give. So you can never really amass wealth if you're truly living in a Christian principle 
because it's really impossible because Jesus Christ taught to give it all away. So what's going to happen is, is China, America, and anybody else is always going to be at war with somebody because they have to grow exponentially. When you got here this morning, what was I doing? Looking at the stock market. Mm-hmm. All I, not all I do, but one of the big things I do is look at the stock market because if you follow the money, you can follow the news. It's all it is. Uh, I'm into the culture where I'm into social issues, but what has a, a point is money. The reason LGBTQ is pushing so hard is they have a buying base. They have a voting base. So we need to make them happy. That's why people is doing campaigns, uh, but why is a target? Because they're trying to please people back to China, back to the Congo, back to the Supreme Court decision to strike down, uh, to strike down, action. thank you, affirmative action. Uh, another thing about affirmative action, touching close to home, we finna bring it home. My dad, Don Scott, graduated Bethune-Cookman College, was a manager at Best, was a manager at here, goes to Tropicana Orange Juice in Braden, Florida, and is cutting glass bottles for 12 years with management experience and a management business management degree from HBCU, Bethune-Cookman. Shout out BCC. Wildcats? Okay, let's see. Uh, not if it's sure. not, he's going to be let down with me. <laughs> um, so the thing is, is that <clears throat> what I was just saying. So affirmative action. So my dad had to sue to use his skills and be a benefit because, and there was people with high school and GEDs that went past him. Yeah, I know he used to, I used to hear him talk about it. He mm-hmm. got the NAACP, sued Tropicana, yeah. became a manager, and was buried on the third shift for the rest of his career. Uh, okay, so there is a need to play fair mm-hmm. based on the history because people didn't play fair. We was just talking about uh, Rosewood. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't even bring up uh, Black Wall Street. Rosewood, that's here in Florida. Uh, we were just talking about how everybody around here, grandmama used to have 10, 20 acres, but that, that isn't really remembered and known. Mm-hmm. What is that sound? Is that I your think chair? that's me. Oh. Agreeing with you. Oh, okay. That chair squeaking. <laughs> I need to put some penetrating oil on it. It's, One second. It's, it's throwing the sound too, because it sounds like the washing machine, right? Yeah, let me, uh, spray some penetrating oil on that. I won't hit you. Okay, we'll just have to work through that. We'll have to work through I'll, that. I'll stop agreeing. We're going to have to work through the squeaking. Because I'm not on video. I don't <laughs> yeah. need to shake my head like that. Uh, but now it smells like penetrating oil and hot humid air in here. So if we start slurring our words, that's just because we're poisoned. Uh, so anyways, I think historically there definitely has been a need for affirmative action because I'm telling you a story of my daddy. Mm-hmm. Like I saw my daddy have to sue to use his degree. So, uh, that's my affirmative action thought. What is your thought on it? Well, my father used the GI Bill, you know, after going to Korea, um, you know, he qualified him for the GI Bill. So that's how he went to college, you know, you know, he went to Eastern Connecticut State College, got his degree in political science, but he was already, uh, an elected official 
Yeah. <coughs> and did he, was he, did he have to, was affirmative action involved in his college admissions process? Did he go to HBCU? Um, did he go no. to a standard college? Yeah, Eastern Connecticut State College. Did he get a fair shot yeah. and just get in with the GI Bill? Preference yeah. treatment because he's a vet type thing or no? Well, yeah, he didn't have any problems uh, for him to speak of. He and uh, three of my cousins graduated from EC, Eastern Connecticut State College, ECSC. And um, so they didn't uh, have a bad time there at all. Okay. And uh, as I said, you know, if it had it not been for uh, my father getting in, you know, and getting a degree in political science. I don't know if he was the first black person to get a degree in political science there. I'd have to do the research. But, uh, you know, he was already a state senator uh, when he got his degree. Okay. But just the climate in the country of knowing affirmative action was a tool to push us progressives forward. Everybody was, you know, basically for affirmative action. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Whether they had any effect, whether it affected their lives or not, they touted it as a good thing for all, you know, not just for black people. It was a good thing for everyone to, it, it allowed a lot of talent that would normally was being left out, left off of the uh, the field, you know what I'm saying? So what do you say to the Asian kid who applies mm -hmm. to get into a college? Tests very high, but because of affirmative action, cannot get in. I'm going to tell you a story. My doctor, I went to the doctor one time, and I was like, hey, you know, I kind of want to speak to a psychiatrist. And he's like, well, why? And I was like, I don't know. I feel, um, you know, that I could, you know, I'm black in America, so I feel like everybody should talk to a psychiatrist. And he was like, one second, folks. I need to tell my dog to be quiet. One second. pretty much went to say that well let me tell you something court i i think he said he ended up going to howard because he said when he tried to go to like a uh, standard university he couldn't get in is it chinese the numbers doctor? huh is the doctor chinese white redhead yeah. uh, -huh. yeah. uh timothy elder and he was saying that affirmative action worked against him and i think he ended up graduating from like hbcu because that's mm -hmm. where he could get in uh, which is weird. I'm just saying, but that yeah, was his is. response to me. So he was in so much, in so many words, when I'm talking about my mental health, explaining to me that he had been a victim of racial discrimination via affirmative action. Yeah, but that's a false And I'm just saying this is his story. Yeah. Hey, that false equivalency, if you ever hear this show. <laughs> okay, and we're saying that's a false equivalency. So yeah, nah, long story short, thing. my last question on this to you, my brother, is, is what do you think? President Biden should do about what's going on? I think he should make bold moves. You know, I think he should federalize the police, which is one of my uh, biggest uh, argument points because police can't do it themselves. It's, the proof is in the pudding. You know, you can't just go <clears throat> into <throat> Minneapolis and then just fix Minneapolis and leave Nashville the way Nashville is. You know what I'm saying? You can't just fix New York with robot dogs and leave L.A. lawless or leave Portland lawless, right? 
correct. But here's what scares me when a person says federalize um, the police. Would I, you want to federalize police with Donald Trump as president? During those George Floyd riots, would no, you have wanted a no, federalized police? So no, this is what no. scares me about a federalized or anything federal. We'll see. It's now okay is the time. when our guy is in there, mm-hmm. like when Barack did the thing to where it was like, oh, the president can lock up a United States citizen without trying them. But I never do that. Bro, I love you. I know you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And luckily, the guy after you didn't do it. But somebody could do it because it's still sitting there on the books. Well, that's the thing, to approach laws um, in a responsible manner, to look, you know, to wait for a law to be enacted to do the right thing doesn't make sense because we already know what that leads to. But that law can do the wrong thing. Well, the thing is, we need to have laws enacted that can supersede stupidity. You know, that's the main thing. If a law is ineffective in its application we need to have a go-to because we don't have time for the legislature to work out their little tit for tats and their polarization zone stuff that they're going through so of the reason why i feel like federalized police is the wisest thing to do is because then you could mandate mental um assessment of a police officer because it's time to do it, whether giving them the ability to say, no, nah, you don't need to assess my mental um, situation. I'm not affected by anything. I'm not affected by bad news. I'm not affected by my poor finances. I'm not affected by my poor family life. Just leave me alone and give me a gun and let me go work. See, but federalizing, then you can sit officers down and, you know, because they, 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 training, the police union provides training to officers in that fashion. You can yes. come from anywhere in the United States and go to the cop training college, any one of them, and qualify for training at the cop training college. I guess you just pay your way or they pay your way. But police officers from around the country can go to this place, just like the cop city yeah, that Santa they're trying Fe, to build yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, Santa Fe has, has mm-hmm. one. And... and uh. So there's, you know, they're willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? To let police get into, you know, uh, dangerous situations and Mm -hmm. decide whether they're going to shoot. Ooh. So a couple of things. Police in dangerous situations, don't got to worry about that. You know, uh, Black Water has already, in New York, they got the police dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In California, San Francisco, they got another unit out. Yeah. Uh, So that's that. Back to federalizing the police. The only other thing I think that I don't like about that is, is that, I think that the police should be made up of the community that it peace keeps in. So, I, I agree so here's with the that. Thing. This I is what we that. could do better as people of color. One, we got to fight gerrymandering so we can mm-hmm. have our district solidified. I got to get that squeaking to stop. <laughs> How is that chair making that much squeaking from such little movement, right? I'm, yeah, I'm just like chuckling. You're barely moving, and this thing is squeaking, and I sprayed penetrating oil all over it. But we all just have to bear with that. And <laughs> next episode, it'll be better. Um, he's like, I'm just breathing and it's squeaking. <laughs> um, but like, for instance, in a perfect world, East Gainesville will be policed by people from East Gainesville and Gainesville, mm-hmm. not the rural surrounding areas or people who want to move here to become a cop. So you're yeah. uh, policing in a city you wasn't raised in. You don't know these people. They're just people. Um, 
if you federalize it, man, you could have somebody from California with some California brain in Florida. But but the idea of federalization is it's just standardization. Having, yeah. And regulation. Yeah, right. But I think my thing is, is that like when you go to New York and some of those Jewish neighborhoods, mm -hmm. the whole police is Jewish police and it's a legit police force. Yeah. But the people have so much control of their community, which I mm -hmm. admire mm -hmm. that their police force can even have a star David on the show that they like we customizing this whole thing. Matter of fact. The little neighborhood council is us. Mm -hmm. The voting district is us. Which it, doesn't really matter as long as they're doing supreme policing. But here's the thing, yeah. what I'm saying. I dig what they're doing. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is we could use that as an example. Yeah. You wouldn't have uh, the guy who got his eye bit out uh, mm -hmm. 20, that could have been this year, uh, 2022 in games, but you wouldn't have that because yeah. why as a guy, I know your mama, how I'm going to let this dog bite your eye out. Mm -hmm. When my mama didn't went to school, they said the teachers were people they knew yeah. and went to church with. Mm -hmm. So if I mess up, she's going to tell my mama today. They're going to talk right. about it in church. They're going to talk about it Wednesday at Bible study. They may talk about it Friday at choir practice. And I that relationship is gone now. That for, you, know. you think it's gone? I mean, uh, as, a, as a standard practice, yeah. You know, teachers don't communicate with parents anymore. And I think Unless also because, a rare teacher and I'm going to tell you about that. Set of parents, I'm going to tell you parents. about that. How about somebody snatch my son money at school twice? Mm -hmm. And it was all written up, every boom, bounce, bounce, bounce. He happens to mention it to his mama. And then she tells me, so you know, I'm there. Like mm -hmm. the media, I teleported there. Um, and oh, yeah, hey. I'm talking to people. It's documented. But what did nobody do? Call me. Call his mama. Y'all handling stuff with my son. Right. They're not telling well, me. Well, well, you know, there's no protocol unless you establish it. Yeah, you're right. Because it was like, it was going to be smoke. I mean, not smoke time, but it I was going to be, um, it was going to be some stern words. Yeah. Um, because, see, they're in new territory. You know, they're not used to parents doing. Being present. Let yeah. me tell you another story about my son. My son mm -hmm. rides a skateboard to school. So somebody must have, he, he let somebody use it and they did a trick on campus. Yeah. When you get to school, you take it to the office and check it in. Uh -huh. When you get out, you get it, walk to the side, walk ride home. Right. He come home, oh, they took my skateboard. Who took your skateboard? The dude, he said, blah, 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 blah. Teleported there real quick because I live point, one, point seven miles from my son's school. Yeah. So I teleport there. Um, <laughs> so I'm there. I'm in the office. Uh -huh. Everybody ain't even home yet. And the little lady at the desk, I can see her smiling mm -hmm. because she loved that I was there like that. Ain't no tomorrow. Ain't no in a minute. Boop. Oh, my son said, y'all have the skateboard. And you said the parents need to come get it. I'm here to get it. And then he was like, well, listen, this is what happened. He let somebody else ride it on campus. They jumped off a thing. We told him not to do that. It happened. Boom, and bam. Hey, I'm with you now, sir. Mm -hmm. Son. This man told you not to do this. If that boy would have hurt himself, the school is liable. And maybe I'm liable because it was a product that you own that I own. So listen to him. Don't do this. Mm -hmm. We square. Boom. Bam. Pow. So now me and the school square. Mm -hmm. The school and my son square. Me and my son square. And everybody's on the same page. Nobody's a bad guy. Nobody's a good guy. We're calibrated. Mm -hmm. um, and that's all it is, folks. You got, like, you know, you've told me stories about historically with your son, how you had to go out there and stand up for him and mm -hmm. not let them baby diagnose him or baby try to put something on him because of their inability to deal with high intelligent males, which is another conversation. We'll get back to the news at some point, folks, because guys are in classrooms designed for girls.
sitting mm-hmm. and being quiet is for girls. Not no disrespect to females, uh, don't kill me, folks. But the modern classroom is designed not for males. Males need to be moving about once an hour. Ask my wife. She's like, oh, why don't you come in here and sit with us? I'm like, I don't want to come just sit down in the middle of the day. Like, I can't do that. You know, I want to be moving, sweating. I'll sit down in the evening, mm-hmm. maybe. But I'm active. Like, you know, my T-levels <laughs> are through the roof. I'm sweating in the cold. I got to move. And imagine a little boy. Sit yeah. here and do these 45 problems. Do the odd ones. And I'm 45? I'm sorry. I've ranted. Back to the headlines. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. I had some notes. I had some notes because, Scott, you inspire me to think. That's good. Federalized poli- I'm, I'm but, in the mood for a donut. I don't have any donuts. You got any coffee? I do. You want some coffee? Yeah. yeah I'm going to brew you a cup of coffee. But while I go, if you could please tell the people what do you think about the NAACP advising black people not to travel to Florida. I'm going to make Mr. Scott a cup of coffee. He's going to tell you what he thinks about this travel ban. We're in Florida, so I don't know if we need to leave. Well, um, I think C. Scott knows the travel ban is not really a travel ban. The travel ban is basically just warning you of the fact that something strange and something unexpected could happen to you should you interact with law enforcement in certain parts of the state of Florida. Um, And so there have been some surprises in the way uh, law enforcement has interacted with African-Americans in the state. Um, There's been such a question about the uh, behavior of law enforcement that there are videos of them harassing white people in the state as well. And so, you know, uh, surely police have a reputation to be non-discriminatory when it comes to giving you a problem. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is interesting that we're doing a podcast uh, in this fashion. I say ah a lot, and I'm never going to be good because I'm not really interested in being very good uh, in explaining myself I just want to be clear in the way that I feel and you know give everyone the uh, impression that I I enjoy what I'm doing in free thinking and this is the expression of free thought as I said before I don't claim to have any education uh, historically medically psychologically politically Uh, I just have the way that I feel, and that's what most of us have in common. We absolutely have the way that we feel. Some of us don't understand how we feel. We don't understand why certain things make us feel a certain way, and we all respond differently to things that we feel because we all feel differently. Um, Little puppies make some people have tears of happiness, And little puppies make some people say, I don't want any pets. But one conversation I really like to... Uh, yes. Let's see, guess how many sugars I need. I really don't need any sugar, but I'm going to have some... uh, Spoil myself a little bit. 
But yeah, I'm going to have this interesting conversation about the infrastructure China's building because, you know, if they, it's, I just heard about China gaining a port in Africa because the nation defaulted on a loan. So I want to get some clarification about that. I also want to get some clarification about the actual identity of the big guy. Who the heck is the big guy in this Biden investigation? I mean, if it's not Joe Biden, then I want to know that it's not Joe Biden. I don't want to, you know, have this innuendo floating around, you know. Who's the big guy? Let's find out who the big guy is. Let's ask President Biden, are you the big guy that they're speaking of in this email conversation? Because I'm tired of my uh, conservative friends looking at me with the foul eye. Yeah, what are we going to do, man, for this Democratic election? It's really... Yeah, you know, C. Scott was talking about fear, I think, to me one day about us being scared into voting. You remember that, C? Uh, yes, yeah. sir. One day we were talking about, you know, how we're being fear, uh, frightened into voting, picking a side. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's scary from the inside out, too, because, like, RFK Jr. My boy. I'm scared of him, man. I'm not. Why are you scared of RFK Jr.? Because he, uh, uh, well, you know, I think the certain couple of conspiracy theories that he touts are troubling for me. What conspiracy theories would those be? Well, the vaccine theory. That is? Um... That the vaccine wasn't effective against COVID? Uh, well, the question that I have for that is, is that if we use simple Google and watch the news and the conferences, they originally told us that this vaccine, and I had people explain to me, not you, but people explain to me how it worked, that this vaccine would destroy the virus, bust it into little pieces, and it would not be able to replicate in your body, and you would not be able to pass it to people. That was the first thing they were saying. Yeah, I never heard that. And then it turned into, and then it turned into like, oh, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated because the people who are vaccinated, first of all, can't even get, you know, they can get COVID. Of course, it can come into their body, but when it does, their vaccine destroys it so they don't get sick and they definitely don't pass it and it definitely doesn't mutate in their body. So where we're at today, what was like 2021, it was called a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And they were saying we shouldn't let vaccinated. If they vaccinated person have COVID, they shouldn't be let in the hospitals. They shouldn't be allowed to travel. They shouldn't, their kids, you know, all of this stuff. So they pretty much created a class vaccinated and unvaccinated so step two so they said it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated which means only unvaccinated people are passing this around 
Mm-hmm. Only unvaccinated people are getting sick. Only unvaccinated people are dying. And those vaccinated people are safe because it was at that time said on TV. But we were looking, we were looking at different uh, sources of the news. Cause... I was looking at Fauci, Joe Biden, the lady with brown hair, who's the uh, head of the CDC, and those okay. press conferences that they unilaterally gave on TV. Now, the so stuff I'm, I'm saying wasn't my YouTube. That's just what they, Fauci was saying. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Right. Okay. Vaccinated, and if you're vaccinated, you can't spread the virus. But, but he's, then a, it he's turned, a mouthpiece. He's the he, head he, of the, He was a mouthpiece for the NIH. He's the head. Yeah. He's the guy. He's been but, there for 100 years. But... In the minutia, in, in the micro uh, world, in this whole thing, I'm just saying they kept changing the goalpost of what effective was for the vaccine. And so I, I guess I would be the one who used discernment. Yes, sir. Because I heard somewhere mm-hmm. in all the noise. Yes, sir. I heard somewhere that where I, my understanding was that they couldn't kill the virus because the dose would cause too many health effects which it does so they have to break it down which is why they couldn't give it to kids till they had to gently test the child um, yeah test and that degree. was a waste of and, effort well, well all it is is just dividing the dose up Copy that. to a smaller amount to give them time to metabolize and, and so so on and so forth so it's real simple yes, so th- to give you three doses in one might kill you so they figured out well at least two doses you know, but here and but, then possibly three, because two doses shouldn't be enough to really do any serious damage. So I I I never thought that you take a dose and poof, COVID will be I, gone. I, I I never thought that either. And but I'm me, talking I, I about what they I'm said, so, not what we think. I know, but I didn't said. I didn't listen to what they said, even though it was Fauci. Amen. And I'm because because <laughs> this is why because like I said, you know, you're not you a just, sucker. But what I'm saying yeah. is, is for the average public. Mm-hmm. Who's saying, listen, yeah. this is our government. I elected them. They never lie. They tell the truth. Well, see, you use man, they never lie. I'm like, if somebody I'm just says saying, that, it's people out that's there. Bad that so if they think all that, I'm yeah. saying is the 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 narrative coming mm-hmm. out of the CDC, Dr. Fauci, NIH was the vaccine is effective. And now, the thing about the average CDC? human, effective means I get the polio vaccine and I never get polio. I mm-hmm. get the detail, and I never get diphtheria, rubella, it. and pertussis. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody in the world know a vaccine to be. Mm-hmm. If I put this needle in my body, like for instance, my kid got a chicken pox shot. If he gets chicken pox, the vaccine didn't work. Not well. He got. Ch- oh, this is a great example. Mm-hmm. The chicken pox shot. You got chicken pox. Yeah. I got chicken pox. Mm-hmm. Kids got chicken pox shots. So, if I took my son to get a chicken pox vaccine. Mm-hmm. And the next year, he got chicken pox. In Courtney Scott's understanding, mm-hmm. the chicken pox shot didn't work. Last piece. But what about the if I go vaccine? to the doctor mm-hmm. and they say, Court, that chicken pox vaccine did work. Your son didn't die. It prevented him from dying. And I would say, boy, don't you know? Everybody I know got chicken pox and didn't die when they got it as a kid. Now, if you get it as an adult, it's called shingles. It could kill you. Yeah, that's somebody died. Sort of like COVID. Because if you get it as a kid, I'm waiting to see a hundred kids that died from COVID that wasn't yeah. obese. But kids, kids can die from shingles too. They 
could, but yeah, they could sure. die from drinking too much water. But how yeah. how often does that happen? So all I'm saying is is that the vaccine was not effective but, because but most at, people who got vaccinated mm-hmm. still got COVID. But I want to posit this. Except for you. The flu vaccine. Doesn't work. Same thing. Doesn't work. Well, well, the thing is, it's does the not same, work. same concept. It, it does minimize the symptoms, symptoms of the flu. How do, you, and, and how do we people, know, though? Well, because I mean, here's the well, thing. you have to rely on what the people say. They put you know, three viruses that they think will be predominant that season in that shot. And yeah. years, they've you know, sometimes they miss and, and get it wrong. the thing is, nobody questions it. They exactly. And sometimes the they'll say, oh, we don't have this. same people that wouldn't take the COVID vaccine take the flu vaccine. That's the funny thing. <laughs> Not where I'm from. Where and, I'm from, and, and we you, don't take the and COVID you tell vaccine. Them, hey, you know, we're changing the virus this year. Yeah, and they're going to turn the flu vaccine into an fMRI virus too. But mm-hmm. all I was saying, well, is that even with the flu shot, I've I listened. I used to listen to NPR a lot. They'll be like, um, oh yeah, you know, this flu season, you know, they had two of the viruses that's predominant, but the third one wasn't, and this new strain is was hitting everybody, and that's not in the shot, so the shot doesn't work. It's like a mm-hmm. crowd roll. It's a it's a it's a statistical crowd roll. But all I'm saying is, is I don't think the flu shot works because everybody I know who got the flu shot gets the flu, or the fl- the shot gets them just as sick as the flu, and I'm not getting the flu since I've been a grown man. If I had the flu four times. And I'm I'm giving you one. Maybe I had it three, but I'll say four. And I've never had the flu shot, and it's never been more than three days. So yeah. with that information, and that's just once, and you you got the genetics. You didn't get COVID. See, so yeah. me and you were like, you got genetics. You look like I never you got look the like flu shot. Either. Them original people. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> uh. So that's all I'm saying. I don't think the shot worked because if I get a vaccine and I get and I know people who got like four shots, five shots. Still sitting up there, heart fluttering. They don't know why they heart fluttering. Oh, it don't got nothing to do with the shot, but now you're heart fluttering. But you what still kind of, got COVID. What kind of shot? The COVID, COVID shot. Five COVID shots. Because you got to get the original three, but they only, were still prescribing boosters. Like if yeah. you was a real scared COVID person, mm-hmm. or you were like you'd also don't have, to my knowledge, don't have yeah. health issues. I know people that's older, like seventies with health issues, and their mm-hmm. doctors is boosting them still. And yeah. they boost it to the roof. Um, so my thing is, is and those are probably the people who need to be vaccinated. Don't disrespect. Don't get it wrong, folks. I think people who are at risk should get vaccinated. I just don't think people who are not at risk shouldn't get vaccinated. And I don't think, remember this, guys? Us unvaccinated people are killing people. We're killing people because we're spreading the virus. But all, unless, so that's unless what you I, have risky behavior because there's some unvaccinated people that are, you know. But what I'm saying is disease and COVID. <laughs> what they were saying is is that if you're vaccinated, you can get it and spread it. If you're unvaccinated, you can get it and spread it. If you're vaccinated, you can't. And that was a lie. But see, vaccinated I, I, people I was sick, I, spreading I, that shit everywhere. I got it know, from a vaccinated person. And see, I was like not listening. There were obviously different sources. Like me and Vern would talk, and so I would garner an understanding of the whole thing through Vern's knowledge. Who was a professional doctor. So you also had a professional friend. And and so we always knew that even though we could get vaccinated, we could still spread it. You know, I mean, even if it was being spread on your hands or just shed in the, the last hours that you were, um, contagious you know but remember they said if you vaccinated you won't be shedding virus 
But see, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to that, so mm-hmm. I can't tell you that that's what I heard. Big facts. Big, because I, mean, I was facts. trying to be respectful and not infect anybody, even Which though I was truth. vaccinated. I still practice social distancing just in case. True. I was um, vaccinated, but caught it and didn't know, and you know, facts. so. So I'm gonna say that you're an amazing person in that aspect. But back was, to this vaccine conspiracy and RFK. Back to this vaccine conspiracy and RFK. Let's pull up RFK in, in uh Okay, yeah. let's pull up some RFK. Uh because the thing about it is is that everything Fauci said was not true. The whole narrative mm-hmm. of how the vaccine was gonna work, all of that was a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated is a conspiracy. Cause we all know everybody know vaccinated people who got sick and was sick, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, so, you know, so it's conspiracies everywhere. Cause you got to think those drug companies made so much money. It was cause well, you got to think the banking crisis is when the banks made out. Nine eleven was, was military industrial complex. This was this was the medical sector, and then we finna go back into military military industrial complex with Ukraine. So mm-hmm. invest in Honeywell, Halliburton, and Lockheed Martin investors, because uh, that's where that's going. Um, so that's my thing. I think the whole pandemic was real, but I feel like H1N1 was a way more serious virus, and this is why. My kids got H1N1 three years after the pandemic, went to the doctor. She said, just take them home. Do you know that thing had my kids so inflamed, it paralyzed their legs. They couldn't move their legs for two days. Wow. But remember, there was an H1N1 vaccine. Remember, it started hurting people and they pulled it. Barack pulled it. Mm-hmm. See, we forgot they did the test run for this. But they didn't. But this time, the vaccine had zero liability. So they didn't have to pull it when it hurt people. And the virus system, nobody reported it. I got a friend right now I need to go visit who is holding on to his life two days after the COVID vaccine. Strokes, blood clots, strokes, blood clots, strokes, blood clots, strokes, and blood clots for the past year. Mm-hmm. I listened to this man cry scared two days after he got the shot and he can't say nothing about a vaccine and he is 35. Okay. So, but I'm not saying, so I feel like the whole COVID thing, I don't know. It was a scare tactic. It was a money grab and they killed a lot of people. A lot of people died. A lot of people don't got to get that social security because that's who it was killing no cameras in the hospitals we can't see that the people are all overweight and they don't look like us so how much people got cleansed from those social security roles and i'm ranting and not to mention we probably created it because dr death fauci in the nih did gain the gain of function research in china in the wuhan lab where it came from and guess who suffered the worst from all of this china I just watched last night where they say China's big reopening is falling apart. They can't mm-hmm. stimulate their economy. The economy's falling apart. And guess who that's good for? The United States of America. So maybe we are in biological warfare. And maybe we just had to kill a bunch of Americans, but we don't care because we'll do that to win. That's what I think happened. And I <laughs> wanted to go live on Facebook, but somebody stole my Facebook account and then posted a bunch of jihad stuff. So when I just hit go live, it said I'm banned for nine days. They stole my Rastafari's page and they tried to do CAC for $5,000. And it's probably going to get worse after I just said that. Sorry. What's, what's CAC? 
Cultural Arts Coalition. They're the sponsor of the yeah. Fifth Avenue Arts Festival. Uh, we're getting ready to start writing next year's grant right now. Last year, we got the highest score in the county on our grant. That's um, cool. That's God. Um, but I love you so much. We got to talk about Look, I put in RFK and Henrietta Lacks came up. We was talking about that yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. So you're scared of RFK. I kind of yeah, like RFK. Based, Is based RFK on, a Democrat or a Republican? Democrat. But so here's the problem. He, so that's why we're talking about RFK. What he said, you know. That's why we're talking about RFK. Yeah. Because you know ain't nobody finna vote for Joe Biden. So it's like whatever other well, Democrat run, that's who you got to work with. No, <laughs> no Joe Biden's going to get a lot of voters. He is. That's okay, the, folks. It's, it's the, you know, we, we may have to do a poll in the Whether you know conference. who the heavyweight champ of the world is or not, they have your vote. You know what I'm saying? So you think... A lot of Democrats are going to vote for Joe Biden again? Yeah. You're right, I because do. I don't think they're voting for Joe Biden. They're just voting the Democratic ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, that, or you know, at least... you? No, they're, it's, they're not even voting the Democratic ticket. And no, it doesn't scare me, because I can't do anything about, about it. it so here's my thing but when they're people, voting in ideology true but when people know, voted for donald trump vote. which i did not vote for donald trump yeah. but i feel like they voted for donald trump not nothing to do with the republican party because he blazed fire on them even though he was a part of them it was the weirdest thing to watch they voted for donald trump because he because of him and what he said Mm-hmm. You know, not saying I agree with it, yeah. but his they ideology, voted because yeah. his that what, what he what he stands for. He stands for the common man who loves to talk shit and <laughs> loves to be the leader of the shit talkers, and uh, you know who's rough and tumble and grabs them by the uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> and so like when I was watching the first Republican debate with my wife, okay. and he called Jeb Bush a liar. I turned to her and said he won the election. And I was right that early, first debate, because I said that's the man for the the people who are who uh, are crying about being disenfranchised. Isn't Jeb Bush a liar though? Yeah, but but I'm just saying. But but, but, but my point is, there was a missing element mm-hmm. from the political um, environment that mm-hmm. is now interjected: white nationalist movement. So. The dudes that have like fifty assault rifles and they think there's gonna be a racial, there's gonna be a, a race war. The boogaloo. Those guys, they vote, and they vote for Donald Trump. Here's my and, question. And their uncles vote for Donald Trump, and some of their daddies, and their moms, and so. But they're the base, though. They're the ones that will show up on January six, even though they have a real estate business. But they're a white national. Okay, but so here's my question with white nationalism. They're going to stop the election from happening. Okay, but here's my question with white nationalism. And I'm not white. I'm American, though. Oh, my God. Is my gate open? Look who's coming in here, Scott. This is Jabroni. My my back gate must be cracked because my chicken is walking in the garage. (laughs) White nationalism. Hold on. I got to put my chickens back. What are you doing here, Bitburg?
interesting. Uh, Did you bring this for us? Uh, for you. You said you wanted a donut, so I figured you needed some carbs and sugar. Nah, I was just craving the pillowy fluffiness of the yeast. Of the yeast. <laughs> so anyways, white nationalism, my question is, is I noticed that white nation, the word white nationalism and patriot are synonymous with uh, with racism and stuff. And even on my trip, I was in a uh, a purple state, and people were de- were feeling like if you like the Second Amendment, if you have a truck, if you have an American flag on the sleeve of your shirt, that's a form of racism. And I'm like, I don't understand how people. I do understand historically how you can relate the American flag to racism, but I think, okay, let me keep going because I'm going on a tangent. So, anyways, white nationalism. So my question is, if a white person says, "I'm proud to be right, I'm proud to be white, and I'm proud to be an American," are they a white nationalist? Because that's technically what the two words are saying. Face value. Face value, not going deep. Yeah, we're going to go deep. Face value. So Proud to be white? Yeah. Proud to be right. I'm proud to be an American. Well, I'm proud to be black. Proud yeah. to be right. And mm-hmm. proud to be American. So if me and this man stand next to each other and say that, mm-hmm. I feel like, do we have a problem? Because I love being black. I would never want to be anything else. I wouldn't see that. And I like being American. I love being American. I would love if I lived in an African state that had their shit together and was a world power, but that's not the case. So this is like the next best place to be is people losing their lives, crossing deserts and rivers and countries to get here. And I have a citizenship. So what in the hell would I be mad about that for? I don't have to go from Haiti to Brazil to Mexico to get here. I'm here. So what am I fucking crying about? Like take advantage Mm -hmm. of what we got. Teach our kids. So this is what I'm saying. Why is there a, you understand what I'm saying? Because for instance, I talk to Republican people who love guns and trucks and stuff all the time. And we don't argue. I talk to liberal people who think little kids should undergo gender transformation theory. We don't argue. We don't agree on that. But what I'm saying is. I'm a liberal that. Doesn't agree with that. that. So I can talk to people on the ends of the spectrum. But I guess my thing is, is if there's a white guy out there. And he was born white, just like I was born black. We didn't choose this. And lives in a rural area, likes to hunt and stuff, because that's what you do. And I'm from Brayton, and we like to hunt, too. Uh, and we grew up, I don't do it now, but it was normal to hunt, fight dogs, fight chickens, like country stuff. It was just normal. Um, so, white guy in the country, loves being white, you know, happens to be Christian, likes his guns. And, you know, that's it. So that's mm-hmm. how they identify. Loves America. Yeah. A person would tell but him with that him base. A nationalist, though. But the MSNBC does. MSNBC is like anybody who just has the American flag on their sleeve is a white nationalist. But I have an American flag on my sleeve. <laughs> that's true, but you're not white. Yeah. You see? So, so I'm a black nationalist. So, so my thing is, is that. I believe that we should strive for equality. I think equity is the new thing. Mm, yeah. But I don't know if I like equity mm-hmm. because like well, every, I've, cause equity, equity means that you don't play fair. And I was talking to my mom about this. Parents that have multiple kids, but they need different forms of help. Mm-hmm. So you may have the oldest kid 
who is getting it out the mud, helping mom, yeah. all of this shit. And then five kids later, you had a baby that's still at home when they 70. Yeah. And it's like, that's equity. Mm-hmm. The baby needed all of that help. The first one, shit, they actually got no help. They actually contributed yeah. to the family. Right. But the little mm-hmm. one, they got all the help. Yeah. Shit, that's equity. Yeah. That's bullshit. What should happen is that little one should fall right on their face and keep picking themselves up so they can learn and grow so that they won't need that equity. And it happens. Now, it with does. us, we can't say that because we weren't the little brother. We were the slave mm-hmm. who was not even set free, put under different systems, and maybe my kids are free now. You mm-hmm. weren't free. Maybe you were. Did you go to segregated schools? No. Ever? Mm-hmm. My mama went to segregated schools, mm-hmm. and she's 63. So yeah, you're our 61. Boom. And I think I they had desegregated yeah. schools, but it yeah, just didn't make it. Like the anti-segregation bill had passed, mm-hmm. but it hadn't yeah. made it to Brayton in Florida until right. she was in high school. I think it the passed. the police weren't federalized. Because <laughs> <laughs> the police weren't federalized, full circle. If, and they had to send in the National Guard. Escort, you know, they would your school would have been decent. But we got the National Guard. So that yeah. is a form of federalized yeah. police. Uh-huh. And they do come in because, right, yeah. right, federal well, they, guard. They, they should, but they probably wouldn't have in when your mom was going to school mm-hmm. because they the fl- federalization of the National Guard wasn't, uh, you know, fully understood. Yeah. So it was tried and put to use in Little Rock, of course. Okay. With Little Rock 9. Yeah. Yep. But, but... The only place where black kids went to a desegregated school was Little Rock. It wasn't like once they went that nationwide, all yeah. black kids started being welcoming. Well, y'all can come now, too. No, it was it's like, like oh, that. that's Little Rock. That's a great headline. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put it on the TV. Everywhere is integrated on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Well, no, they didn't say that. You would have seen white people rioting. <laughs> they did, that was the headline. The headline was only what it needed to be. Little Rock. Little Rock. <laughs> so, yeah. Little Rock. Yeah. Period. <laughs> That's it. Because it didn't herald the change nationwide of, you know, well, if they did it, well, it must be right. No. It, it was, they did it, and they're over there. Yep. So. That's why, where's the number one worst district with segregated schools in the United States today? Is it D.C.? New York. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I guess their neighborhoods are so neighborhoody. Whatever the reason, it ain't good. And the re- you know what I'm saying? Hmm. And it's the same reason why schools have ever been segregated. It's because my kids go to school with kids that I don't have to think about. My kids don't go to school with kids that I've got to worry about. Isn't that I every parent, enough- though? Yeah, but... But the segregated schools are like, I pay enough money that... Yeah, in their tax you, district. You, if, if, if you don't want me to worry about their kid, they got to pay enough money. Well, I was talking to my friend in Quanda about this yesterday because, you know, she's an advocate for kids. Mm-hmm. And my thing was is that what I did wasn't the answer. I moved. I live two blocks from an elementary school that was D, F. No. Nah. So, you know, when my kids went to school, I did school choice and drove them out, which a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the answer would be for me to stay there, be active in that school and yeah. do did he do. But that's also risking my child's education and cultural norms. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
my thought process was is I, I went to a neighborhood school, but it was amazing. You know, black principal, black everything. Yeah. Everybody was in a fraternity. So, you know, the, the mm-hmm. all those old lady teachers was in sororities. The principals came from fraternities. So they had missions. Mm-hmm. It was a mission. Um, and I noticed that every time you go to a school, when you see a fraternity person in there, it's a mission. So that's where I went to school at. Mm-hmm. You know, we just saw everything black amazing. So, so I, I went just to a school like that, too, except... Uh, there was a false sense of uh, control you know the school board definitely controlled the situation and we had black people in the positions that they needed to be in because they cared about the black students Mm -hmm. and they were black educators you Mm -hmm. know but um, it wasn't they they couldn't uh, wear it as a badge of honor yeah Yeah. and they didn't do it at our school it's just normal is what I'm saying like once I grew up I was like oh that was very unique Mm -hmm. you know what I had so, uh, my thought on that, yeah, I should have took my notes. I got so off of my track, um, is, is that, you know, we just gotta, you know, do what we can for the little people. But anyway, no, no, no. What I was saying was, is that, so that's the thing with the kids, the education is struggling. And a lot of times when we get resources, we leave the community mm-hmm. and you hear people talk about it, but when you're physically there, it's a little different. Yeah, because like right before I moved, it was, this, you know, beginning to be summertime, not even September. So going into the fall, actually, mm-hmm. and people is breaking into the cars. It was right during the George Floyd protest before it was like, you know, got a little hectic. It was just like regular marches. It was that time in the beginning. Yeah. And uh, I remember I went down to Bo Diddley March, you know, and it mm-hmm. was chill that night. My car get broke. Everybody car get broke into where in my old neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Call the police because people got the cameras. Oh, mm-hmm. we see the person. Oh, it's the dude that stands street over. Not in our little subdivision, but a street over. Mm-hmm. The uh, person tells us he stays right next door to me. He's like a fake blood, you know, or maybe they have real bloods here. Mama can't do nothing with him. So she was like, yeah, but that's him. Then he actually that rode a four-wheeler through the neighborhood with clogs on, but the same clogs and socks you had on that night in the camera. So it's you. Mm-hmm. Call the police. Showing the video, telling where he lived. He was like, well, you know, given the climate, I don't really feel comfortable going in and questioning a 16-year-old black kid because a lot of backlash right now against the police. And then I'm thinking to myself, that was it. I saw the whole thing in my head from there. I said, yep, this is going to go bad. Because the media and political class is saying defund the police. And it's like, well, if you defund the police, people with money ain't going to start you know what I'm saying? Being opportunistic with each other and their neighbors. And People you, without money will. So I'm like, know. this is the day I protested. I can't get any police assistance. So what happens when they defund the police? Well, you think the police well, are running to help the people that defunded them? Well, the thing about since it's not a federalized system. <laughs> lucky yes. for you, if defund the police were to be a thing... It probably wouldn't be adopted in any area that you'd be living in. <laughs> that know? is true. Because they'd have to probably make the decision, do we want to defund? No, we're going to ask for as much money as we did last year, if not more. Because yep. crime has gone up. Yep. And I want more money in a longer vacation. And I'm tired of dealing with these crazy people. So, yes, more money, please. Yes. And so defund the police won't go every place. Like Ron DeSantis will never be on the defund because that's woke. He'll never say... Yeah, defund the police. But the people that 
came up with the inception of what it means. Like I heard the young lady. Seems like lady, should be reform the police. It, that that is what it is. It is make the police spend the money differently as opposed to weapons of militarization. Militarized weapons, robots. Um, how about mental health coaching for the police? How about assessing police mental capacity so you can know somebody who's on the edge? What kind of record do they have? How many complaints do they have against them? Have you talked to them about this? You haven't, because that's how it is. No. You see, a, you see a video, and this guy is being abusive and abrasive as a police officer. Well, they have a record of that. How come you got him on a video now? Put him at a desk. Yeah. How come they're working right now? How come it got to Facebook Live? How come it got to Instagram and TikTok? Mm. The officer's behavior. It's 2023. How come the officer's behaving like that? Somebody needs to talk to him. You know? Somebody needs to sit him down and say, mm -hmm. it's 2023. That's a bad look. So here's the thing. That's what worries me when we have political classes that we're married to making decisions about what's the answer to our issues. Because like you said, we needed to reform the police. You got people talking about defunding the police. I think your mic's rolling out. Uh, you got people talking about defund the police, mm -hmm. and that's only going to hurt uh, poor people because well, I, want, I want the police to have the funds to make sure that there's no gang violence going on anywhere. I think it's the threaded piece on the back there. We got a this loose one. mic here. Yeah, one second. Uh, I think no. you have to go the other way clockwise. Oh, okay. And then there's a net back here where you can just... Once you oh, get it. oh, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Yeah. This net here. yeah. Okay. This is our first show in a while, so we got a lot of technical difficulties with the hardware and software. But so that's my thing. I think we need to refund the police and moving back, just doubling back, 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 because I think this came out of police funding, kids reform, political base, and my thing of it is oh, my schools, national. kids, and moving. Because mm -hmm. we're going to work back to white nationals. Leaving societies because it's like, okay, a person could try to change, but one person trying to change a thing, and then you hear about them having street brawls after school at the middle school with mamas and daddies fighting, and it's like, I got to be honest with you. I don't have time for all of that shit. I haven't even heard about that. It I was know, last year. It happens. And my, yeah. my uh, friend daughter go there. So it's like, I don't really have time for all of that. Like, I can't risk, you know, my kids situation because if we down as a unit to change let's change if i want to change and everybody else is on there i used to be one of those people that would read black history books and then talk to everybody and people would just be like falling asleep or he go again talking about this book he read and it's like if people don't want something you can't shove it down their throat just like christianity like if a person ain't trying to hear it you can talk but until the holy spirit come upon them and it's just words it's foolishness mm. Knowledge of Christ is foolishness to those who are doomed, bound to perish. Same it's a, thing it's with, effective when they don't even want you to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So back to white nationalism. So I guess my thing is, is, here we go. They said the military is having trouble recruiting because they're not, they're weeding out or being discriminatory towards anybody they may think is a white nationalist. Mm -hmm. But my question is, what's the definition of a white nationalist? Because white and nationalist means I'm white and I love my nation. Just like black power means black. Well, if white nationalism, if black nationalism, but 
but the question is: Is the swastika related to white nationalism? Well, well, here, what what I what I was going to say was, the term, the meaning of the term evolves in real time. Here's my problem and, with uh, that: the 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 meaning of a woman has evolved into mm-hmm. somebody with a penis. So I can't right. do the evolution of words, and that's magic. Well, well, that's but, magic, the but, word but, magic. But it, I think it's just for ease of communication. But that's magic, when, though. But but we don't have it. We can't control it because white can. nationals call themselves white nationals. But here's that's the thing. why we, I, we know what they are, and they they think that there's going to be a race war. So that that term didn't start out like that. The I don't term think, started broader. I don't think with, it's going to you know, be a race war. No, I don't either. I don't but, think but it will be white the, versus black. Yeah, I think it'll be people who are saying, "Who's the leader of this country?" Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there's some yeah. people who know the answer to that. Most people don't. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Who's the leader of the country? <laughs> I, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> the leader of this country, the supreme leader of this country, is the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. That's the leader. Mm-hmm. It gives, okay. it gives, it, we the people. Created mm-hmm. that document, which is a spell written in cursive and signed with signatures. It's a spell. And mm-hmm. we live in a magical world. Let's stop playing. Every nation state has a spell binding it together, period. It's a spell. Mm-hmm. From that spell, we as Americans have literally given our sovereignty through this document to the document. And the document yeah. dictates how our power of this land is dictated. Mm-hmm. And in that document, it dictates three branches and it lists what we do. And that's the key. So Joe Biden isn't the boss. Donald Trump wasn't the boss. Uh, the, the Supreme the Court isn't the boss. None of the, Well, <laughs> wait a second now, because they're not dictated by the Constitution. The Constitution yeah. is the, the spell and the document. But well, how does magic work? How do words work? If you can read words, you can manipulate them and work around them. That's what happened with the white, only one white you national. can't manipulate and work around is the Bible. That contract there, mm-hmm. perfect. You no. can't work around it. That's been worked around by King James. Here's the thing with King James <laughs> and anybody who ever touched it. Mm-hmm. The universal creator of this universe is the universe. So if he touched it, he was meant to. If he changed it, it was meant to happen. Because everything seen and unseen, manifested and unmanifested is at the will of God. So there's nothing. The devil's deception is okay. Why is the devil's deception okay? I don't know. Because at the end of the book of Revelation, everything's back together. So it didn't do nothing. It does Mm -hmm. nothing. It absolutely does nothing. In the beginning, we were all together. And in the end, we'll be together. And this is a big superficiality to do a little sorting of wheat and chaff. But the devil deceived himself. All of those angels and stuff did nothing. It was a big waste of time. All of this is a big old waste of time, except some people ain't going back home and some people is. But the devil accomplished nothing. He just deceived himself and he's deceiving niggas right now on this planet, thinking that all this physical shit is something. Deception. But I say that to say King James ain't changed nothing because the well, message I mean, of salv- the salvation of Christ is crystal clear in that Bible. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? And you have people digging into the woods in the yeast and the leavening. And it talks about don't get caught up in foolish teachings. Um, but that's but that's part of it, too. That's part mm-hmm. of it, too, because I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. So but I just say that to say 
But the white nationalist um, is not going to be a boogaloo, because they call it the boogaloo. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a race war between black people and white people. I think people on the left want it to be that way. Because I don't then think it's gonna be. they can pull everybody into their group. But what it's going to be is, is you love and respect the Constitution. Or let's not put love in it. It's a document. You consider the Constitution the supreme law of the land, and you think it is perfectly fine, and you think it should stand. And mm-hmm. if there's a problem with it, it can be amended. Or you don't. That's the issue. That is the whole issue in this country right now. All that other stuff is really nonsense. Because well, any change we want, we can amend it into the Constitution. We right. can vote for electors. Or, but like you not. said, Rothschilds, you now you get to. into lobbyist interest groups, transnational companies who lobby and manipulate these people that we yeah. see. I'm giving you the ideal version of things. Like you just said, Rothschilds, Bilderbergs, FCR. So now once you get into these manipulating. Well, this is all about influence because you're talking about a document. Okay. But for all intents and purposes basically you call it a spell and magic yes and this just goes to show you how uh fragile independence actually is uh because what you see today yes is just a culmination of experiencing freedom over time yes so people have the ability to interpret the second amendment any way they wish to just like people have the right under God it says to bear arms. That's pretty clear. Yeah. It, but but they have a right under God to bear arms. Yes. Rather, there's a book. Yes. God wrote or not yes. that says you have a right to bear arms under yes. God. You have the right to do whatever yes. you want. Yes. And the thing but this is, this gives you recourse. Well, well, yeah, because you have to it, you have to pick a societal norm. Yes. Right. Because there are some people that believe pedophilia should be okay. That but is correct. You have to have a societal norm to say no, not around my kids, not is. around in kids and, in the United and, States, not around second. kids in the yes, world. Sir. You know. But watch this: yeah. in Kentucky, in certain places, you can marry a sixteen-year-old. To yeah. me, that's still pedophilia. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me, but, but sixteen-year-olds look like whole... seven-year-olds to me, man. That's pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's wild. So, but while you're saying cultural norms. Things have to be voted on, law of the land. It's a spell. Mm-hmm. People manipulate it. Yeah, but, and in, influence, because the Rothschilds have the influence. No government really matters there. The government doesn't matter. They might be related to the government. They might be related to people in the government. Well, they, they probably got the people elected. in the government. They got so, the people elected. Yeah, so they're so over the, government the people in the government. Yeah, no matter who's elected. But here's the thing. You know, but here's why you have to the have people, the Second Amendment, you know. though. Mm-hmm. Here's why we have to have a second amendment because in that constitution, it gives us the right to take this motherfucker down if they're abridging our constitutional rights. Yeah. See, that's mm-hmm. why the second amendment is important. Except it's not. It's, it's not. You can't enact it though. Yes, you can. Well, if you go up against the army. What was what happened the for the George Guard, Floyd riots? People walk, but they didn't bear arms though. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that people stood up. For yeah. what they believed, and in certain states that lean a certain way, they were allowed to just tear shit up. But if they bo- bared arms, as is allowed in the Constitution, there would have been a melee in the bloodbath. You're absolutely correct. So If, if you had, like, <laughs> those streets of people with guns. But don't forget about the not fucking around. Posse, remember them? Oh, yeah. Grandmaster Jay? Yeah, yeah, was, that the, was that the CIA? Because didn't he just vanish? No. Grandmaster Jay? No, and they're not fucking killed. around coalition. No, Jay is killed, not not the DJ, 
Oh, what's Jam Master J you talking about? Not Jam Master J, Grand Master J. Oh. Let me oh, Google it for okay. you. It's called the Not Fucking not Yeah. Was that the dude that they around? had them they had the automatic weapons? Yeah, the black people that was marching yeah. in Georgia. Yeah, not right. fucking around coalition. Yeah, he just disappeared, huh? He just disappeared. That might gotta go. To his family. His family don't know where he is or nothing. I don't I'm not saying he disappeared. You just don't hear about it anymore. Oh. Like this is what well, you saw. Well, well they in got the talked to by the CIA, probably. You know, they got talked to. Yeah, you know they got talked. I yeah, think he was a know. CIA agent and he was sit there to take all of the energy of black militancy and control it and put it on parade. You think? Yeah. I don't, and I don't to get people so. to sign up because you know if you why? sign up for the NFAC, the, you know the government got the internet. They yeah. know who you is. Right. Well, they know everybody is. But like Correct. you, you got a lot of white friends that are armed. And there's a whole bunch of black dudes that are in groups with a you know a group of white dudes and one or two black guys in that group. <laughs> yeah. And y'all can go to Walmart and buy as much ammunition as you want. The CIA probably ain't looking at you. As long as you spend cash, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> nope, and and nope. so there's there's those multiracial cells that they really tend to just not worry about because those tend to be you know white dudes with the black dudes that help them be real cool and down in their true interracial true. You have to move your mic because i don't want you to not speak right. into that mic they have interracial relationships you know and so y'all are more normal it's the dudes that are just separatist that well, they keep their then, eye on you know and then my thing is i think in the whole concept of if there ever was any kind of civil disturbance which I don't even see it happen. I don't feel like the civil stuff either. is too. I don't. I feel like people are a little more worried about the economy right now than social issues racially. And I, I uh, think ap- uh, apathy is is actually growing because people are getting dumbed down by the millisecond, and people are getting more selfish based on the fact that social media is centralizing their attention to their personal tastes that they got the personal taste thing in AI algorithm to perfection. They do. And and whatever your wife is looking at online and your kids is looking at online is going to come across your feed. Yes. You can't stop it. Yes. And they're going to say, well, you want to know what your son's looking at? This is what your son's looking at. Something similar to this. Something kind of revolving around it because you'd be like, what the heck is that for? You know, it's because somebody... In your house or just you. said it you know uh but now back to this this uh white nationalist thing because i want to drive this one in i don't think that it'll be black versus white me either i think it'll be people who pretty much consider themselves to love the usa <laughs> to people who think that the usa is a racist country and it always has been and because of that the Constitution should be destroyed and we should start anew and just redo it. Because I think that's the left agenda myself. I, the far, 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 <laughs> far left. To, to start over again? Yeah, I think they bash the Constitution. Wow. They bash gun rights. And I'm like, that's great because if you have an unarmed people and mm-hmm. then you suspend the Constitution, then any country could come in here and take us over. You see? Because yeah, soon as you don't it, have it, a it document, it's over. Though. Well, we have nukes and stuff. Yeah, but all of that. You got firearms, and your boys got firearms, and that's that too. That too, but and and there's firearms. If you come through with same thing with aliens come through. You come through with the WHO (laughs) police from outer space. (laughs) But here's the thing: you don't have to submit us with weapons. You could just shut down distribution. 
Mm-hmm. I got to shut down distribution. And then it's like, but, you're going to come here and get food or you're going to eat grass. Have fun with it. We'll wait. And then you'll just watch people die. Because the thing is, is that if you shut down distribution, people are just going to die and we'll kill each other. That's the yeah. thing. You don't really have to kill well, that's, anybody. That's one just thing. Set down dist- you saw COVID? Toilet paper. Right. Food. Yeah. It's over. And then the people with guns can eat. Because I feel com- they they will feel comfortable driving to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. When it when that thing happened during the riots and crime was going up, you know how many people was calling me saying, "Can I borrow a gun?" It's getting crazy out here. No, you cannot. But you can go to the store and buy one. Um, now, now you don't even need to wait, right? Didn't that's another question. Okay, let's move on in the headlines, folks. Florida has just got rid of their required. Do you have to go? Ah. Uh, probably about 15 minutes 15 minutes florida has just got rid of their requirement for a concealed carry permit to conceal and carry a weapon i have not researched it but it sounds like my friend scott is saying that historically if you had a concealed weapons permit you can walk in the store and walk out with a gun if you didn't you had to wait five days so you don't buy a gun and go shoot somebody he's saying now and i don't know but it makes sense that that is gone you can just buy a gun and leave and you don't need to do the test. You don't need to take any courses or anything. Oh, you never did. Oh. Well, you yeah. did for a concealed weapons permit. Yeah. But now that you don't have to have a permit, of course, you don't have to take the yeah. course. So now you can go buy a gun with not no even worries. a clue how to use the thing. Right. So and there may be a lot of people shooting themselves. Y'all may want to get revolvers first. Cause That's those... why the NAACP's put a ban on Florida. <laughs> I'm, That's I'm, why I'm joking. No, but... no, no. Like, real spill. I thought you were serious because it made sense. That does, does that not make sense? Yeah, it does. Because you may have. You watch your butt in Florida. You may have angry people of any situation. Mm-hmm. Don't that know may, how to use well, there's two ways to look at it. You can look at it from a racial aspect or inner city aspect. If it's easier for people in gangs to get guns now, you may want to back up. If it's easier for people that hate you to get guns now, you may want to back up. But from living in Florida, I can say that when you can tell when people don't care for you. And the biggest thing they do is they don't look at you. That's just it. And it's usually the guys. The girls will always look at you, trust me. Because you're like unique and, and uh, what is it, uh, exotic. But mm-hmm. the dudes, I think for that reason, if they have a problem with you, they're not going to do anything other than if you say, hey, or nod your head, they just, their heads stay perfectly straight on a swivel like there's nothing there. They, As we say in the black culture, you act like you don't see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they act like they don't see you, right. which is a form of disrespect. And that's about as far as it goes. Now, I'll tell you, I went to get some ammo one time when it was an ammo scare. I from Pickett Weapon and Newberry, I called him, said, hey, do you have any XYZ ammo? Oh, yeah, we got it. Drive out there, standing there, waiting to get acknowledged. Nothing, nothing, nothing from the older guys, nothing, nothing. Then the youngest guy there was like, hey, man, how can I help y'all? I was like, yeah, I called here a little early. I said, oh, yeah, you talked to me, you talked to me. Let me go ask him Do we got some. Yeah, we're out. Yeah, man, we out. I'm like, oh, y'all out? Well, I called, and the guy said y'all had, like, thing, y'all had, like, a two-box limit. And he was like, dang, check this out, man. I got some stuff in the car. I'll just sell you some two of my boxes. So this dude is a younger guy. Yeah. And he's probably down er. So mm-hmm. he felt so bad that he sold me two of his boxes and I got a deal because he sold me two for a regular yeah. price. They was some good brass. Yeah. Um so and, and that's how you circumvent so, racism. So that <laughs> was race that's like as racist as it'll get. Yeah. Here is people will may give you some 
of that prefer dispreferential treatment mm-hmm. but that's about the extent of it you know now i also heard there may be some sundown town still but i have oh, never yeah. been to one and yeah. i have never experienced that so yeah you've actually dri- probably driven through some well yeah, i've been out there like yeah. perry and trenton and mm-hmm. uh i'm looking at property right now in fort white and of course the, there's no enforcers so that's it. They're black people that live in and around Sundown okay. Towns, but there's no enforcers. Okay, so it's more yeah. of a relic, yeah. but it's not truly a Sundown Town well, anymore. Well, there probably are someplace in the United States. Oh, I believe there that. Are where there's enclaves of people, you know. Where, You're right. Because where, where I'm from. Their way of life is like, you know, we over here, we ain't like over there. those over there. Well, I, where I went to my ninth grade high school was Southeast, and it was, let's say, it was people from Bradenton and people from Mayaka. Mayaka would be like Trenton. It's mm-hmm. that far away. Yeah. But they would bust them in, and mm-hmm. they had a place where they hung out called Redneck Alley. Mm-hmm. We never walked down Redneck Alley. You knew if you walked down Redneck Alley, you might have to fight, and those boys like to fight. Like, yeah. they enjoy fighting. They're no way, shape, or form scared. Every mm-hmm. end of every year, we would have a riot, quote-unquote, bowling alley parking lot. Everybody else versus the Rednecks, mm-hmm. like black, white, Mexican, whoever versus Rednecks. Yeah. Um, and that's what so it was. Blacks and Mexicans fought on the same side. Everybody, because yeah. they don't, because back then at the least they just didn't fuck with anybody. nobody. Yeah. They didn't fuck with wiggers, yeah. niggers, yeah. Mexicans, Patients, <laughs> ziggers, anybody. We over here. Biggers, ziggers, diggers, jiggers. Figures. So one of the dudes I talked to, he wasn't really like that, and we would talk. And he said, and he we talking. He's like, oh, so you live in the quarters? And I'm like, what is that? He's like, the quarters. Like, where y'all live at? And I'm like, the qu- what does this mean? I'm thinking like a 25 cent a quarter. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, occurred to me they call where we live at the quarters, mm-hmm. like the slave quarters. Yeah. See, they just cut the slave. Off. He mm-hmm. probably doesn't know where it comes from. Right. It's just something they say. The quarters. Like the quarters. quarters the quarters. Quarters. Right? Quarters. quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Quarters. Quarters. Mm-hmm. So they call what we call the quarters. Mm-hmm. So um, he told me that they moved out there because they don't want their parents don't want them interacting with people, you know. So that's why they live out there. They yeah. want to be left alone. So right. we went to be left alone. And I was like, well, shit, that sounds pretty okay. Cause shit, do y'all think? Now the problem came when people tried to move out there, like a Haitian family that didn't know no better bought a house out there. That shit got burnt. Wow. It's getting better now though, yeah. cause you know the sprawl. Mm-hmm. I don't it's care coming, where yeah. you at. It's yeah. some people from up north is coming next door to your ass. And the generations softening up. Softening too, you know? up. You know, they got mixed grandchildren yeah. and shit. You right. can't, the, what They've they seen, feared has come. Well, <laughs> the drug epidemic caused that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Them pills, they was giving it up, giving them up for them oxys. You know. I got them things and had, ended and so up with a baby. a lot of light-skinned kids in these little enclaves with afros yeah. and stuff, you know. Yeah. That's the crack epidemic. And His name is Ladarius. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. So uh, we got to bring it together. Do you know who you're voting for? No, I don't. No? No, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm mad at the political uh, hori- uh, uh, prospects. I'm angered by the political prospects in, in my inimitable fashion. And uh, just like I was angered at my uh, education, the education that was uh, presented to me as an education um it's very very difficult to you know i'm basically through wisdom i think i'm not worrying about it yet you know i'm not one of the people that the fear is working on yet you know what i'm saying 
I don't see there's a reason to, f to have any fear or trepidation. I need to just, at the time where I need to make a decision, that's when I'll decide whether I need to start worrying or not, you know. At the moment, both of the candidates are unelectable for me, you know what I'm saying? Donald Trump and Joe Biden? Yeah. Or, what about, or RFK what or about, Ron DeSantis. What about Ron DeSantis? Yeah. yeah. No, there's no one electable at the so moment. So do you me. know, is there uh, any politician that you would want to run? Uh, I don't, there's, nope. There's probably a, a few. AOC? Nah. Corey Brooker? Mm. No. Vice President? Who, Corey? No, the Vice President. Nah. Kamala Harris? Nah. Nah, she, she's too silent for me. Mike Pence? No. <laughs> no Mike Pence? Yeah, everybody's kind of so, just so uh, tainted, man. You know well, I, mean? I don't know. In, in my opinion, you know. Andrew Mike, Gillum? No, no way. <laughs> I mean, can we give Andrew Gillum? Here's, uh, you got to go. And I don't want to keep holding you up, but I'm just saying, like. No, no there has you, to be would, some redemption. Are you happy? Would you have a preferred? Here's a good question to end on. Yes! Given what we know, mm -hmm. if you could turn back the hands of time, yeah, would you have preferred for Andrew Gillum to win the Florida election for governor? Yeah, over Ron DeSantis, yeah. You would prefer to have Andrew Gillum. I would have. A drug addict. Well, I'm not sure that he was a drug addict. A man who cheated on his wife with another man. Yeah. Would do and throw up in the bed on who, drugs. Wait, say that again. Oh, <laughs> uh, you didn't hear the story? When they came and found him, no disrespect yeah, yeah, because it's yeah, not I, funny. Everybody goes through their trials yeah. and tribulations. When they found him, he was passed, passed out. out in the yeah. bed, doo doo and throw up in the bed. Yeah, he almost died. Naked. Yeah. But he was there with a porn star. And there right. was like meth or some kind of something. Uh -huh. So all I'm saying is, well, is well, I feel like he's compromised so he can be blackmailed into doing anything politically so but, they don't let but, that come out. But how do you know which politicians? There are plenty of politicians in that situation. I look, understand look at Kevin that. Spacey right now. He's not a politician, not but yes. But he's not guilty. He played Kevin a politician. Kevin Spacey looked kind of guilty, though. Don't he, though? I feel like he looked but, like but he, he got a little he sweet, guilty. though. He looked sweet. And I like him as an actor, but I could see some sweetness there. I could always see the sweetness. There's some, that, some that, sugar. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, the thing is, I don't think Gilliam, in knowing political office, uh, Ron DeSantis scares Republicans because he's heavy-handed and he's seen as a loose cannon. Um, I don't understand what he's doing. Well, he, he's, he's picking fights, like with Disney. It's a fight. Um, and the purpose of the fight is to polarize the difference between people to pick, make a decision, Republican or Democrat. Because his campaign language is Democrats want transvestites to indoctrinate your kids. So if that's your selling point, you're just trying to make Democrats look bad. But the but problem we're all is different. The I problem is I hear Democratic people defending that. What? But but you hear, I hear them also saying, saying I don't want transvestites to treat to teach your kids about being a transvestite. I don't. I, I don't, don't either. I don't want to. I don't want a man who is taking hormones to wrestle girls. I don't want a man who's taking estrogen. I don't want a man who's taking estrogen. Even though he says he's a woman, even if, you know, because he has a right or she has a right, has a right 
you know, to, to consider themselves to be whatever they want. Like, I have a right to say I'm white because that's what Candace Owens says, right? I have a right to say she's it. She's transracial. Wait, Rachel Denzel was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Rachel was, Denzel, yeah. give credit. But she, but she was totally engrossed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I, but on the surface, we're talking about just the surface. I have a right to say I'm white. I'm not black. Because white is a status, not a race. Yeah, just like I'm a man. But I have a right to say I'm a woman. You do. Because freedom right, of speech. Yeah. And I have a right to expect to, as an American, under the Constitution, Come on. receive every benefit Amen. and attribute that Amen. comes along for women. I have a right to that. No. That's, well, I'm a woman. That's, that's where you just lost I'm me. I'm a woman. That's where you lost me. I was so with you, Scott, <laughs> because they can't, because the privilege as a woman is to play in the WNBA. Yeah. So you can't play in the, the person can't play in the WNBA if they have like an XY chromosome or a male chromosome. That well, that's sense. unfortunate, isn't it? We have, to <laughs> see, we have to elect an official and see what we can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> because all I'm saying is, is like you're right, race is a status. But the question is, is that person can call themselves a woman. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is culture wants me to participate in their delusion. Yeah. And if I, okay, I own a business. Well, well, I own a business yeah. and I have to tell my employees, don't gender these kids. Don't say, okay, princess. Don't say, okay, right. little guy. Right. Because some kids are transgender and I have a place yeah. where I go where there's like two or three or four transgender kids. Yeah. And, and they I, get upset. And you can't know. I just have to make sure. I say, okay, yeah. here you go. Thank you. And don't gender them. Yeah. Uh, and you know, sometimes, because there's one time I was at a high school and it was just a girl, but she looked like a boy. Yeah. And I was like, all right, ma'am, all right, sir. And she was like, I am a, I'm a girl. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. So I just learned to not genderize people yeah. on that. Right. But, like, if it's like you're obviously, like, you got titties and stuff, and I'm like, okay, all right, miss, ma'am. Or more with adults is mm -hmm. where it becomes an issue because I was at the brewery one day, went into the bathroom, and I opened the door and quickly went out because when I looked in, I saw female features in my blurred vision and quickly yeah. turned around. Yeah. So then I'm looking at the little placard, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's the right bathroom. And I didn't even think that that chick was standing in a urinal. It's, like, so quick because mm -hmm. I don't want no smoke. So then I go back in, and, I'll, and I'm looking. I was like, oh, shit, this is the dude's bathroom. That's a chick standing up taking a piss. Oh, that's a dude. Oh, shit. Okay, right. this is what's going on. And I'm just standing in the doorway slowly thinking about it at this speed, not quick speed. Like, yeah. oh, shit. So I was like, all right, I got to piss because I'm vending outside. Yeah. I go in there, piss, and yeah, it's a transgender dude or a dude dressed up like a woman pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Cross-dressing dude. Which he can't go in a woman's bathroom. No, nah, because he was bigger than me, though. Yeah. Like, he was dressed like a woman, but yeah. bigger than me, shoulders right. wider than mine. Like, yeah. I would have to worry Wait, about getting in the... Down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and, uh, and they can fight, too, because they had to. So uh -huh. I was like, oh, shit. So long story short... um, I would have preferred Ron DeSantis over Andrew Gillum. Oh, like I went back there. I would, I'm happy that Andrew Gillum didn't win because I think they could have used his private life to politically manipulate him, especially during the COVID crisis and have all of us in a still on lockdown with 14 shots 
and all well, of that. I don't think he had that kind of power as as a, a new uh, legislator. Ron DeSantis gave us a letter at work. Mm-hmm. When my job, which has federal contracts, gave me a letter from President Joe Biden said I had to February 22nd to get vaccinated or I would lose all my benefits because my job was going to India and I would lose all my re-education benefits, right. all my unemployment benefits. But, but you know how much India had to do with that? With more, the letter? More than you losing your benefits. with you. Oh, well, that was Phillips. That's yeah. the Netherlands. Yeah, more than you realize. But that's the Netherlands and Phillips because it's a story a behind that. It's a story behind why they went to the Netherlands. They was running yeah. from the FDA because they already lost their X-ray division. But here's the yeah. thing. Joe Biden gave me a letter, and it was signed, mm-hmm. President Joe Biden. Yeah. You will get the shot by February 22nd. Which ain't really Joe Biden. It's, it's, you, it's we know it's not Joe. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. So... Uh, Ron DeSantis on the Florida website had a letter signed by the governor mm-hmm. saying any business in here can't fire me if I give them this letter and put a religious exemption. Gave them the letter, went on the phone with HR and had to explain my faith to them. Yeah, because they cause asked they me like you said, that, well, hey, that was have you never hole. been vaccinated ever before? And yeah. I said under my mom's supervision, I was as an adult. No. Did they uh, ask you if you'd ever been baptized? No, because so, uh, so I wasn't a Christian. I didn't tell him it was because I was Christian. Yeah. But it's a religious exemption, right? I said belief system. Yeah. And the well, religion well, that, is a the religion. That's a loop. It was a legal loophole. A religion is to, uh, one of the big religions yeah. or the little religions. A belief system is a formula of belief I put together myself. And everybody mm-hmm. has a belief system. Christians have different belief systems. That's why there's so many different denominations because yeah. they interpret the book differently. Um, so I didn't tell him it was based on Christian faith because I have yet to be baptized, but I think we're doing it the 16th. So I'll give you the address. It's down in Brayton. If you want to come, it's going to be a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what is it? What is what? What, the date? what, are you, what are you doing on the 16th? Getting baptized. Oh, okay. I've never been baptized. Yeah, yeah. See, when I went to get baptized at 11, they literally told me no. Who, who's they? The preacher. Was he a black because, preacher? Or yeah, a... because you know how they do the altar call? Like, I didn't do the altar call part because uh-huh. I was, like, always in shame, embarrassed, and, like, low self-esteem to stand up in front of people. So I was like, I ain't going up there. Yeah. So after church, I go to his office. You know how I get down. I'm going to mm-hmm. holler at you on the low. Hey, you know, I want to get baptized. And then I don't remember the conversation, but it was like, you know, you need to read and understand certain scriptures. I was 11. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. yeah. And it just never happened. Uh-huh. But I did go to get, like, hey, I want to get baptized. This so is the church you attended all the time? Yeah, it's the church my grandmama them built. Yeah. And, um, and see that see the pastor made a decision that many pastors wouldn't have ever. But said this, no. but watch yeah. this now. You ready? He made the right decision. Why? Thank you for asking that question. <laughs> because at 11 years old, I absolutely had no understanding of what it meant to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. What was the significance of Jesus Christ? The yeah. history of the Hebrew faith and what I was getting myself into. Now, in theory, it's better to be baptized and don't know what you're doing and figure it out along the way because you're saved. Yeah, because you're going to figure it out anyway, more after you get yeah, baptized. Yeah, right. But for me, at least, and it's at the hand of God, because mm-hmm. if God wanted me to get baptized at 11, I would have. Yeah. But I didn't. So to me, it's like I have 40 years. I'm 40, so I've been out there 40 years like Moses and the Israelites in the desert, dealing with different cultures, Moabites, Nicolaitans, Amalekites, Amorites, Jezreelites, Perizzites, Canaanites, which is all these belief systems, mysteries, concepts, philosophies. And then, boom, now I'm being led by the Holy Spirit because there's nothing in my life that has made me want to just read the Bible. It just happened one day Mm -hmm. to do this. So that's what I'm doing. 
So I appreciate that because now in the presence of my family, I can submit myself to God, explain to them what I'm doing, and they can see it and get a real actual visual of what this is, what is going on, what it looks like. And me as their leader, they can see the leader do it first. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, because I didn't see my mama get baptized or my daddy, and they didn't really tell me what they thought about faith and their philosophies. Well, what but, do you think about people that don't get baptized? Well, I don't think anything about them because yeah. I'm not the judge. See, what right. I've learned right. from reading the Bible is I don't have an opinion. Right. I don't well, have well, an opinion when yeah. it comes to spiritual things. The only thing I do is open the Bible and mm -hmm. say, this is what the Bible says. So if a person wants to argue, you're never arguing with me about the Bible. You're arguing with God because I... Courtney Scott does not have an opinion. My whole opinion on the Christian faith is whatever the Bible says, word for word, mm -hmm. literally, word for word, whatever the Bible says. Because if you don't believe, if you believe any of it is not true, then it can't work. That's how that's a magical rule. Well, I disagree with that, but I'm talking about magic. Because <laughs> any a universal of it is rule that you can't decide what, part what of works it, or what doesn't. And work. I've read the whole book. None of it is problematic to me. Yeah. Well, there's some slaves that, obey your bastards is not problematic to me. No, not that. But there's subjugation of women. Women submit to your husbands is not problematic. No, subjugation. To me. Which one is not submit? Where is submittance. they? Where is they subjugating women at? Well, anytime women experience cruelty. When, but like based on that, that's, the fact based on men are more powerful, and men have. But that's more not money. a biblical doctrine, though. No, but but and there's no example of that in the Bible, well, of, of woman abuse in the Bible. Well, in the church today, you have it. That's the and devil. Yeah. See, but here's I'm the thing. The but here's the thing. I just told my wife this. Mm -hmm. I told my. I had, to, I had to tell my. See, you gonna make yourself stay late because I don't like holding people up, Scott. <laughs> I like to be on time. I like to respect people's. I like to respect people's wishes. I don't want to rush people. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if a person is living by according husbands uh colossians colossians 3 19 3 18 wives submit to your husbands as it is fitting in the lord husbands love your wives and do not be harsh with them anybody who's hitting their wife ain't mm -hmm. living by the christian ain't living yeah. a christian life as it relates to their wife and I so add, so read, this, read that for me again so wives add, so submit add to your husband uh <clears throat> Wives, submit to your husband as it is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wife and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything for it is pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they be discouraged. Okay, so. So if keep, you follow in that, mm -hmm. if you follow in that, and what's the problem? You shouldn't have a problem. You see what I'm saying? And so these fake people out here abusing their children, hitting their wife. <laughs> I'll read it for you. It's, it's, these, so, it's small. so small. Uh, but these, but what, what I do today. Yes, sir. 2023. Yes, sir. Is I apply that to where you say women submit to your husbands. Yes, sir. I apply I universal wisdom to, in the back of my mind, also include husbands submit to your wives. Yeah. Um, because if I'm going to equate our union as a team, like a sperm and an ovum, um, yes, then, you know, I'm going to respect my children the way I want my children to respect me. Yes, sir. I'm going to respect my wife the way I want my wife to respect me. Yes, sir. And so socially, we've been raised to be, remember we had this conversation earlier about to be the leader. And 
in what I call infinite wisdom when I yes, sir. figure out what I learn from older people, I realize that as we age, there comes a time when the clarity says, well, women have proven themselves of, of, of being good leaders. As a matter of fact, there might have been a famous female leader who should have been a man, who felt like she was a man, who bio, biochemically was a man the in book the of, brain. The book and, of Ruth you know. and the book of Esther show women who did great things. So I yeah. don't think women submit. See, like I was saying yesterday and like I said with my wife, because we're dealing with this verse right now. Mm-hmm. Submit is seen as a negative, and that's the problem. Let me yeah. read from Except you, Ephesians. Except not for me. It's something that we should equally, equally do. You know, when you talk do. about the equity, yeah. We, we submit to each other. Let's go back you to know, you. Because Amen. what could happen is you just submitting to me. I could feel like, hey, I'm on the throne. I'm the king. But here's the thing. I've got submittance But that's that's because that's know. false. But if a person does that, that's false doctrine because they read yeah. the first sentence and then read the second. But that's common for men to take that leadership but we talking about that's the imperfection of man not the perfection of christ in the gospel what i'm talking to you about my brother Mm -hmm. is that when a man strives to be perfect which we can't but when we strive to be perfect in the gospel let's read this this is everybody along with us ephesians 5 22 wives submit to your husband submit to your own husbands as unto the lord there go again for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and it is his body, and is himself its savior. So that's saying the man is the savior of mm-hmm. the family, as Christ is the savior right. of but humanity. But that's not true. Here we go. In Let's keep going. I'm not done. I got some more. I got some more. <laughs> now, as the church submits to Christ, see, the church submits to Christ. Mm-hmm. I submit to Christ. Yeah. As the church submits to Christ. So also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Here we go. Let's talk about what husbands should do now. Because all yeah. what wives have to do is submit to their husbands. Because, okay. you know, we're talking about all husbands. Yeah. Every husband that picks up that book is not equal. Yeah. But yeah. wait a second now. If the husband is doing what he's supposed to do, mm-hmm. let's see what the husband's supposed to do. Because what happens is, is what you're saying is, Men and I'm gonna wrap it up. And men manipulate scripture, so it's why we have so many and, doctrines. Because <laughs> people take pieces of scripture and mm-hmm. stitch together a fake doctrine. So let's read this whole thing so we get the whole doctrine. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her, that He might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might prepare the church to himself in splendor without spot, wrinkle, or blemish or such a thing, that she might be holy without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. Who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it just as just as Christ does the church. Because the because we are the members of his body therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh and this mystery is the prof- and this mystery is profound and i am saying it refers to christ in the church so the same relationship we have with our wife is a mimicry of christ in the church christ mm-hmm. is the head of the church the man is the head of the wife but wait a second what did old jesus do for the church that's right 
He nailed all of its sin to the cross, suffered and died for the church. That's what he did. Did he beat her? What? Did he spit at her? Did he rape her? Did he call her stupid? No. He actually had a legion of angels who he could have called down and killed everybody. But he died for her to purify her unto himself. Took the beating from her. Took the slapping from her. Those Romans, that was the church. Those were the Gentiles that he died to cleanse them from what they were doing. So all I'm saying is if I have to be the physical representation of Christ in this relationship, meaning I'm willing to give up everything for this woman, why in the hell can't she submit to me? And by submit, I just mean saying that you submit, just like I'm saying I'll do whatever it takes. I will use Christ as an example for my relationship with you to how I interact with you. So what's the problem? Why can't you submit to that? If that's the problem, then I shouldn't be able to submit to Christ. Because if Christ did what he did for me and I can't submit to him, and I'm supposed to be a mimic to my wife, and she's saying, I can't submit to that. And this is what I said I'm going to do. And I'm mm -hmm. speaking from, from the man in general, not me and my wife, but just the man in general. Um, then this ain't going to work. Because if I can do my part of the contract, but you said you don't like how your part sound, then you not you aren't with this. You're not biblically accurate in your thinking if that's what a person is trying to be i'm sorry is she trying to be uh well the thing is is this person trying to be accurate accuracy, yeah what i'm that's saying the question is because people well are, how many people in the church say they can't submit they trying to be biblically accurate because they in the church yeah not no well, i mean most, there's, there's most people, people aren't in the church that aren't actually in submittance they just go through church because it's going through the motion. It's a ritual. Yeah. It's tradition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, well, that's and, what I'm saying. I mean, you know. But once they get in the word and the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit comes upon them because it says, you did not choose me, I chose you. So anybody that's really in this faith, you chose it, but you didn't because the word says you don't choose Christ. Christ chooses you. Yeah. So that's the thing right there. So it could be people yeah. in there that ain't got chose mm -hmm. yet. I'm not right. the person that or says that. Or may never get chosen. Or may never get, but according yeah. to this book, we don't choose God, we get chosen to mm -hmm. be saved. So same thing. So if you have a chosen person, maybe they don't have a problem with submitting. Mm -hmm. But we're discussing here is just men using this as a topic. So would you, So, and I'm with you. You said you're at mutual submission. I'm with mutual submission. Yeah. I but I feel you like you can tell a woman that yeah. I want mutual submission and they'll say, I don't want to use the word submit. Yeah, I guess there are some women out there that'll be difficult with the language and that. Because it's that liberation. I'm saying the language is just for ease of communication. The language could be changed. That's why I was saying define The meaning of the language it. could be changed. I mean, the, the language could mean one thing in your house and one thing in my house next door. You know what I'm saying? The same word. The, 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 where the knobs stick out and where the points are in your house is a different place than in my house. You know? Yeah, knob, my, handle. Yeah. <laughs> my, my thing is... Couch, sofa. Ultimately, for us to be here, love had to conquer hate because mm -hmm. before there was a bible yep they were homo sapiens there were neanderthals they had infants that had to be protected from mastodon stampedes from marauding uh you know I'll do this uh, to you buddy cannibals you know what i'm saying yes sir but let me <laughs> tell you something to, we're here because somebody wanted to protect young life that was totally helpless and we're here because of out of love 
That's we hear correct. that somebody fed a baby, somebody protected a baby from the elements, somebody went to get food when a baby could crawl, you know, and yes, that's sir. why we're here. And yeah. love supersedes the Bible. The Bible professes love and a universal love is has already existed but see, here's before the, thing, the Bible but here's was even the put thing together. You know, there are books about, before the but Bible. But here's the thing about yeah. love. There is books before the Bible, but mm-hmm. nothing yeah. is before the word. So no, here's no. the thing. But there are people that feel like that was the word because they feel like well, God. if you read the Bible, yeah. it talks to you about the books before the Bible. Right. It but, says but, that when Satan was cast down with one third of the angels in heaven, he fell mm-hmm. down and perpetrated himself to the people as gods, right. false gods. So and it that sounds means, plausible, and it, it sounds it's what it says in <laughs> yeah. Revelation. See, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So it explains to us, not saying all other religions, mm-hmm. but many other religions that still require sacrifice, that right. still require works of man. For that's the difference between Christianity and every other faith in the universe. Let me explain it to you, mm-hmm. people in listening world. Because when See, you when the, you when you take that, the difference r- religion means more than the literal context atonement yeah well well what i mean is hip-hop is actually a religion and it's a religion through which um satanic messages have taken over hip-hop there are people that idolize rappers just like there are people that used to idolize priests well they're idols and the pope you just said it i'm sorry and uh you know, yeah. people well, people idolize. The we pope. idolize ourselves. Yeah, we can idolize ourselves. Idolize money. We, yeah, we idolize money. Anything we put before God is idol. So we yeah. idolize all of this shit. And so hip hop, for all intents and purposes, is a religion. It and is. It's a worldwide. Jay Z is a god. And, a yeah, lowercase to, to g. A lot of people. And he yeah, calls yeah. himself. Yeah, he Hova. calls himself. Yeah, right. What does Jeezy call himself? Jesus. Yeah. Man, this is witchcraft, man. You're talking to a 20-year mystic here. I'm not playing. Um, But real quick, I'm sorry. Well, well, I was just going to say, um, so we're we're dealing with things that religion has to come outside of the idolatry. But Christianity is not a religion. No, no. It's a faith. It's what? It's a faith. Yes. um, You're correct. Because I'm not Um, in a religion. I don't go to church. But people outside of, yeah. say, uh, religion and call themselves Christian, mm-hmm. they deem the Christianity as enough religion to not have to go to church for fellowship, to not pray mm-hmm. with a group of people, but pray <laughs> pray by yourself. Amen. Have an open channel to God. You ready? You, you should have an open, open we got channel that, though. to God. But we got that, you know, though. Some people think God is within them. We you know? got that though, because here's the thing. Again, I said. Um, again, I said. Here's the thing. That doesn't matter because they can think whatever they want to think. That's what you call false doctrine. Mm-hmm. Plenty of false. You can take three words out of this and make a false doctrine. Yeah. The thing of it is, is that that's what some people think about King James's version, that he shouldn't have left anything out. But here's the thing. Those books can be found. I have yeah, the Apocrypha yeah. sitting over yeah. there. Book of Maccabees, Book of Thomas, Book of... Go read them. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's beneficial to add to what Jesus well, it said... it was in there. And so the question is, why did he feel like it didn't belong in there? Why wasn't it good enough? I would before? say because he had to be divinely inspired if that's what happened. 
Well, he wasn't known. Was the Holocaust right? No, no, but, but it was divinely inspired because it happened. Was slavery right? No, but it was divinely inspired because it happened. But anything that yeah, happens is divinely inspired. There is no such thing as good well, or bad. You have to communicate it differently then, because when you say divinely inspired, that it's is like, wrong. I'm wrong. You're right. Yeah. I'm saying it wrong. Anything that happens happened, and everything that happens happens at the behest of God's will. Because if He didn't want it to happen. It wouldn't happen. I can't go outside and just start floating in the air all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. That's not God's will. Yeah. But anything that happens, happen. Even giving Lucifer and all those angels and us the free will to do stupid stuff is God's will. Because if he didn't want us to have free will, we wouldn't have it and then we couldn't do it. You know? So all I'm saying <laughs> is, is things are good and bad to us. Mm -hmm. But God knows in the end it's going to be okay. So it's just arbitrary. So, yeah, but I, let me get this. I, I think we do need to treat each let other. Let me get this verse properly because it says, to be okay. and you know, this verse, I might be wrong. You play in a church choir, so you know <laughs> everything I'm saying. I'm really, you just playing with me. You let me no. think I know something, but you know what you, you know what's going on. No, not necessarily. I'm, I'm a, I'm a um, student, lifetime student. That's why I yeah. love you. Last one, John 1 1. In the beginning, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And all things were made through him. And without him, no things were made that was made. All I'm saying is he was in the beginning. All the mother doctrines is great. They're nice. But they require something for salvation. To my knowledge, you can tell me, is there another religion, faith, spirituality on the planet where you don't have to visit? There's nothing we can do. And I'm having an argument with a buddy about this now where he feels like you have to do this. You have to eat like this. You have to live like this mm -hmm. to get all of this. And I'm like, buddy, bro, this book says it a million times. It's a gift. It's grace. And you can't buy it. You can't earn it. It is freely given. That's well, how it well, works. That brings me to a great question. A great. I posit this. So there are planets in the universe that can support life like ours. Yes, um, and we don't know their radio signal that uh, we've received that are not natural uh, creative phenomena to the best of our knowledge and understanding yes, sir. seems like somebody sent a organized radio signal out that we can capture and uh, as a matter of fact there was one famous one just recently that they were receiving and for three days it stopped and then just picked up on the fourth day. And so, um, you know, you got these worlds that they say chemically they can look at the composition of the atmosphere, look at the composition of the planet's surface. They can deduce the distance of the sun, how much sunlight is on the planet, um, things like that. They've been looking at the composition of the atmospheres for years. Um, so we give it a little plus or minus one way or the other, yeah, but, it but can they're sustain pretty life. good. It can yeah. Life. Like, like similar like to Earth ours yeah. where maybe over uh, a billion years, they could have a brain, you know, yeah, like they could have an, something there a now. brain like this, you know, like an ant's brain or yeah. a brain like a, a, a alligator's brain yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. An ape's and brain. intelligence doesn't even yeah. matter because your cells do the same thing you do without one. Eat, sleep and shit and reproduce. Yeah. <laughs> So, over hundreds of thousands of years, who knows what could happen, yeah. right? So the thing is, their religion, 
how does their religion and their God differ from your religion? They don't have a different God. God. God is the God of everything seen and unseen, manifested and unmanifested, demons, angels, humans, right. everything. Just because so, the Bible deals with earth doesn't mean that God isn't the God of the universe, any right. other thing that's created. We're just dealing with the earth Bible, dealing with the earth and how the earth was created and how the earth is going to end up. Now, if so we had they, a Saturn they Bible. probably have the same thing how the way that they feel their world would come to its demise, how, where their world came from. It very well may, they may have a Bible on Saturn and have a Saturn Bible well. for Saturn people <laughs> and the Saturn mystery. Cause this only talks about yeah. earth. Yeah. It does talk uh, well, about the heavenly bodies. Well, Cause they didn't know anything about any life or any place yeah, they else. Did. Of course. Yeah, yeah, they did. Well, they didn't have any way to the prove Greeks, it. They knew about, or they didn't, yeah, you're they right. They didn't, they knew about the planets and yeah. stuff, but they didn't know about life, but they knew yeah. about heavenly beings. And that, yeah, but but they're talking about spiritual beings. We think they, they do because yeah. there's angels and mm -hmm. then there's heavenly beings, and those are two different words. So yeah, you know, yeah, because a bird is a heavenly heavenly being. Right? By definition, it is, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, so it'd be so interesting that. to uh, you know figure out how do you value uh, the religious text when if we. Oh, communicate well, with it, somebody a hundred thousand yeah, miles away from us that can this communicate. This book already said that I was. Text this book already said I was. I'm going to send a strong delusion to make people follow the Antichrist and Revelations, mm -hmm. and it's going to allow people to believe this. Because you saw how the government releases alien shit. They always do that when some politician is getting let off the hook. Um, well, well, but but uh, the media wanted the stuff released. They've been working on it for years. The media is the government. Yeah. Um, so. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, because there's some guy the government put in there to do that to make it look organic, just like the people they put in there with the uh, Nation of Islam and to kill Malcolm X. Like, yeah, he was an inside guy. He was a black. He was a Muslim that killed them, paid mm -hmm. by y'all. Anyways, so the Bible says it's gonna send a strong delusion to make people worship the mark of the beast. So you got AI coming out right now. Mm -hmm. You got AI and altered reality coming out. You got AI and Neuralink coming out right now. So by the time that alien stuff happened, people have a chip in their head. So you can just hit a button and make them see anything. Uh, and here's the whole point of it. Uh, I used to wonder why people were so crazy with this Bible. Like when you can tell them, hey, man, they have evidence of this, this, and this, and they would just not want to hear it. And I now realize that the reason is, is because once you have your faith, mm -hmm. all kind of crazy, cool stuff will pop up, like aliens, like black people didn't build the pyramids. So uh, black people didn't? Yeah, like that's a theory. That they didn't build the pyramids. But we did. You mean a theory because aliens helped? Because people want to say aliens helped. Yeah. Because, you know, of course, well, we couldn't well, have been intelligent. Figure, engineers today can't Yeah, because we was just that. so intelligent that we were smarter than engineers. There weren't no aliens. It was us. Okay, mm -hmm. it was usians. <laughs> okay, black folks. We could be aliens. That's um, So I just want to, yeah, so with that saying, I feel like there's a lot of stuff put out there to test our faith. Mm -hmm. And the more you get intergalactic, and I'm not saying there's no such thing as other beings. I think there definitely are. The universe I, I is infinite. And just because 
we're on Absolutely. this planet Earth. We don't know what God's prerogative is for his other universal children. He could yeah. have species on different planets doing different things, and we may meet yeah. them there on the other side. Other dimensions, you know. Other dimensions. There's, there's a hole in this dimension. Man, I'm going to tell it's you something a, about dimension. It's called the black hole. They're all over the place. Yeah, black hole. And Here's once the, you get, once you leave this dimension and go through that, you can't come back to this side. <laughs> yeah, and even in humans, we have different dimensions of perception. We've been talking about that all day. I'm colorblind. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when I see something, when I see your shirt, yeah. What I'm seeing is not what you're seeing. And we could sit right. up here and argue about those colors all day. And you know what? Mm -hmm. In theory. Wrong. <laughs> okay, here we go. In theory, what? both of us would be right. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because just yeah. like you said, if you're a woman, you're a woman. So I say, don't tell me uh -huh. that flower on your shirt, this one here. Uh -huh. This is this is what I see. I see yeah. blue, black, and orange. Blue, black, and orange? Yeah. What is it? So this maroon is black. This green is orange, and this is blue. Okay. So your blue cones are working normally. And the red and green don't. Right, and the red and green are different. So that's purple, but I can't see the red, so it looks black. And what's yeah. the middle color? Green. What did I say? Orange. I can't see green. So you can see it right there, right? Yeah. You can see where the red and green don't work right. for me, right? So when you see a green streetlight, it's orange? It's white. Oh, okay. I've always just wondered why they're calling those things green when they're white. Yeah, I didn't learn. I, was, I didn't yeah, officially get diagnosed with colorblind until I was eighteen, and I told everybody I was colorblind my whole life, and they just laughed. Yeah, for real. Teachers, yeah. mama, dad. Oh, you know, you're okay. Whole time, laugh. Yeah. You're okay. You're okay. You're smart. You're okay. So, anyways, to me, I'm right. Mm -hmm. How can you tell me I'm wrong, Scott? If me, it's just me and you in the world. Well, How can you tell me I'm wrong? I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. <laughs> you just said I was wrong. I'm gonna tell you that you may have a different context than I do. And so you need to know that white means go. <laughs> so way, the way behind you go. The one on top means stop. The one yeah. on the bottom means go. Well, what color is the one on top? The red. I use orientation. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. Like, I have colorblind yeah. glasses that kind of help it, like 10%. Yeah. When I put them on, it is not good. I have to think about it. Well, it's like, red Because I'll start seeing the colors, and then my brain yeah. is yeah. trying to think about it, and I don't use, or naturally, I use orientation. Yeah. But the way the brain works, if I put on glasses, now I'm seeing more color, right. and now I'm thinking about it because yeah. it looks different. Yeah. And yeah. now I have to be like, wait a second, okay, let me go, okay, that is green. Yeah. It is red. You'll get so I don't I don't put the glasses on when I drive. What color what color is red without the glasses? It's just kind of it's like take the color knob. Imagine you have a red, green, blue color knob on a TV. Mm -hmm. It's the color if you turn the red knob down to zero. Take my red knob and turn it to zero. Take my green. You see what I'm saying? I can't explain to you how I experience the world, so we're kinda of in two different dimensions. Well, how do you know that this is white? Well, that's not white. That's no, blue. No, green. Green is white to you, right? Because it feels green. And this is something yeah. else I'm going to tell you. No, no, I mean, this this color is white, right? That's absolutely not white because I know what white looks like. No, no, I'm saying to you it looks white. It doesn't look white. Oh, what color is it? It looks green. Oh, I thought you were telling me that it looked white to you. Traffic lights look white to me. Okay, but they're green. You mean yes, gold? Yes, but it's such a light green light. that it just looks white. Okay. Like deep, dark, doo-doo green would look green. Yeah. Blowing, glowing, hurt your eyes red, looks red. Okay. Pink looks white. Pink looks great. So it sounds to me Purple like looks blue. There's something... Red, green. In I, the phasing from yeah. the color shift. 
It's no. like a color shift. There's like, cones in your eyes. Your eyes There's red, green, and blue cones. Right. And my red and green don't work. So I have blue cones working, and that's yeah. it. So that's the world I live in. So and I'm like an electrician and a biomedical engineer. For you to see. If you notice me growing up, all I wore is blue. And when I tried to leave that, people would laugh at me, and I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. For real. So Okay, so this is blue, yep. which is normal. Yep. And you said this is black. Looks black. If I get close enough, it looks... Not, but here's another thing. When you say purple, because yeah, here's the other thing, like I, I'm like AI. Uh-huh. So if you say that's purple, I see that as purple. If I see that color around today, I could see purple. But I'm yeah. just saying that that thing that I see is purple. Uh-huh. When I put on the glasses, yeah. I feel purple. And I can't explain it. The first time you do it, you cry. Yeah. Because no, I, I, I get it. Because I don't know if regular color seers know it, but you feel colors. Colors it's the same way you see a sunset. And exactly. You, it exhibit, I mean, it so when me and my cry, wife go on the, the golf course, around. she is having these experiences looking at the sunsets. <laughs> and that's when you hit her with verse such and such. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck she's tripping about. I'm like, uh, what's the big, what's you, the big problem? I'm not joking, you know. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. That's called it. That's called a sensory pathway. I forgot where I read it. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a uh, world traveler, and I don't know where I read it, but it's called the sensory pathway. So it's important that when Michael Jackson gets on the stage, he's got sensory pathways to all of those people that are there, so he could make them. You know, I want two hundred of my fans to go out and jump off the bridge, and a hundred eighty-seven fifty to a hundred of them. We'll do it. In 87, 400 would have did it. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I love you, Michael. Uh, if, if they said, you know, if you can withstand getting run over by my Jeep, you'll be backstage with me and I'll be comforting you in the hospital. And people will fall on the ground. Ooh, they was laying under the bus anyway, so he wouldn't leave. <laughs> Just take me with you, Michael. <laughs> but you got to go, so we're going to wrap it up. I will edit this. I'm going to try to post it tonight. And hopefully we can get together as often as possible and do this because we still have a lot more to think about. If you want to end with any of your social media plugs, upcoming events, things you want to tell the people, feel free to let them know. I'll do that at a later date. We'll edit it in. All right. We'll edit it in. And <laughs> I you can fly. And you, How'd you say? You appear like. Oh, Trent. Oh, I uh, uh, teleport. Teleport. Yeah. He has to teleport. <laughs> tell me the truth podcast. See Scott, Scott Free. Thank you so much for coming by. We are I take a token of this reality Remember my brothers and sisters in the struggle Who fell, became a casualty Many abnormalities, breaking up and passing weed Sometimes we gotta get high to see catastrophes Of day-to-day lifetime, meditate, write rhymes Like they told me in church, let your light shine In the darkness, when we spark this Injecting love and compassion in the heart It's the purpose of the people with the passion to be equal Gotta get it right to 
first time. No seek, for the prequel is what we live in it right now. And if you think and telling lies, look how we live right now. Don't got no part to pissing, but I'm feeling good right now. And I put everything I love on my hood right now. Cause we kings and queens, not niggas and bitches. We bought love and respect, ain't bought cars and riches. Sing the song. I got faded.